Kathy Mallory's front room. The gunshot to the victim's heart made more sense after reading the handwritten words on a slip of paper that might pass for a suicide note. Love is the death of me. If only she'd sign the damn thing, said Dr. Slope. The homicide detective nodded. Chief Medical Examiner Edward Slope had turned out for this special occasion of a sudden death at a cop's address. If not for a personal interest in the case, the remains might have been shipped to his morgue on a city bus for all the doctor cared. A house call was not in his job description. That was the province of the on-call pathologist. But tonight Dr. Slope had departed from protocol and forgotten his socks. And though he wore a pajama top beneath his suit jacket, he was still the best-dressed man in the room. By contrast, Detective Sergeant Riker had the rumpled look of one who had gone to bed in his street clothes. His face also had a slept-in effect, creased with the imprint of a wadded cocktail napkin. Drunk or sober, Riker's nature was easygoing, but his hooded eyes gave him a constant air of suspicion. He could not help it, and he could not hide it tonight of all nights. The gunshot victim had been found in his partner's apartment— and now he awaited the official coin toss of homicide or suicide. Because the medical examiner had known Detective Mallory in her puppy days, the older man was only mildly suspicious, only a little sarcastic when he asked, And where is Kathy tonight? Riker shrugged this off, as if to say he had no idea. Untrue. By a trace of credit card activity, he knew that Mallory had filled her gas tank in the states of Pennsylvania and Ohio, but he thought it best not to mention that his young partner was on the run, for the medical examiner had not yet signed off on a cause of death. The detective looked down at the dead woman, who appeared to be close to his own age of fifty-five. If not for the bullet hole in her chest, Savannah Cyrus might be asleep. She looked all in, exhausted by her life. Dr. Slope knelt beside the corpse. Well, I can understand why you'd want a second opinion. Oh, yeah. And Detective Riker needed this opinion from someone in the tiny circle of people who cared for his young partner, though she did nothing to encourage affection. Both men had been forbidden to call her Kathy since her graduation from the police academy. She so liked that frosty distance of her surname. However, the doctor had found it hard to break a habit formed in Mallory's childhood, and so she was always Kathy to him. Brave man. He even called her that to her face. Dr. Slope continued his observation of the corpse. Not the usual way for a woman to kill herself. Women were self-poisoners and wrist-slashers. Their suicides were rarely this violent. Yeah, said Riker, but it happens. This looks like a typical vanity shot to me. That much was true. Men were inclined to eat their guns, but the ladies seldom messed up their faces with headshots. He saw the victim's chest wound as a small blessing in Mallory's favor. There's no evidence that Miss Cyrus held the muzzle to her breast, said Dr. Slope, raising a point on the debit side. Absent was the gunshot residue, the smoky halo of point-blank range, and this had set off alarm bells for the first officer on the scene tonight. This wound more closely resembled a conversational range between victim and shooter. Rather than turn another cop over to internal affairs— the West Side detectives had shifted this case to the Soho precinct where Mallory worked. Riker could still make a case for suicide if the woman had held a gun at arm's length, and that scenario spoke to fear of firearms. 
Perhaps Savannah Cyrus had even closed her eyes before she pulled the trigger. Or maybe Mallory had shot her. After the corpse had been rolled over, Dr. Slope pulled a thermometer from his black bag. Riker, who was old school, averted his eyes as the medical examiner raised the lady's skirt and pulled her panties down. The detective moved to the couch to wait out the findings on the body temperature. Alongside the Polaroid shots he had taken of the dead body, a cheap handbag lay on the coffee table. It could only belong to the victim, for this was nothing that his partner would carry. Mallory's taste ran up scale, even her blue jeans were tailored, and squad room gossip had it that the studs were made of gold. Perverse kid, she did what she could to encourage rumors of illegal income. This was her idea of fun. Catch me if you can. Hard rain beat down upon a speeding car that was far from home. The small vehicle was descending.